This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. time it's it's time in a place it's here and it's now it's here now and forever it's the minisode of my favorite murder the most dramatic minisode ever of a podcast of any podcast any the small version of it (laughs) (laughs) that's georgia hardstar that's karen kilgariff and this is the version of the podcast that's shorter earlier in the week faster and about almost anything and y- it's about you uh, a, it is about you it's about listener. you because you send us your stories and we fucking read them to you and we love it you were your puppets we fucking do what you want we'll do whatever you want last week on the episode i requested in case you fucking skippers didn't listen to the end skippers uh, a little so and so that instead of just hometowns and fucking sinkholes and things in walls we also want uh I, what do we call them? And then and then we found out. And then we found out. So put that in the subject line so Stephen will know. Uh, we want to know what you found out. Like, Grandpa died, and we went through his clothes, and then we found out. He was Grandma. <laughs> type of thing. Or he was Ex- a scarecrow. Exactly. Or he was just Grandpa, but really grumpy. Or he was three kids standing on each other's shoulders <laughs> with a trench coat around Did him. you see... Yes. The kids trying to get into Black Panther. I did. It looked so... There was one angle where you, the lady that's... I think she's behind them in line is uh-huh. laughing. But the way the kid on the bottom's legs are... Yeah. It looks kind of like a really... A guy with the longest torso you've ever seen. It's, it's so funny. I love that someone did that. It's I love so it. so stupid. Love it so much. It's very BoJack Horseman. <laughs> You're all so cool. Okay. Do uh, you want me to go first? Sure. I'm looking at this email, so I'm going to read it. Okay. The subject line is not the Loch Ness Monster, but dot, dot, dot. Uh, thank you, ladies, for making my L.A. commute bearable. Oh, God. Let's talk about L.A. commutes for a while. <laughs> for 45 minutes, which is how long it takes you to get three blocks in L.A. It's insane. I have to move away from this area. Let's do it. It's making me crazy. Let's I'm hold in, hands and do it. What if we got um, a houseboat that we anchor in a bay near venice okay people can row out to the party boat i said houseboat first but i mean party boat okay i mean what is there a difference you know right it's a party house boat Mm -hmm. you can do somersaults off one and not the other but the water is real gross so i would suggest you don't we'll try to get out of the stream of urine Mm -hmm. (laughs) and feces Uh and And over by the dolphins Did you say noodles? Needles. Oh, needles. <laughs> and all those random noodles that are out of the you ocean. You know, the noodle, pool noodles that Ugh. people try to bring in the ocean. Those fucking They don't things, work in the ocean. They don't disintegrate. They're just in the ocean. Whales are choking on noodles. <laughs> Sorry, back to the email. What's happening? I was 
just listening to have episode. you been drinking the fucking water in the marina yeah girl <laughs> i'm high on marina that? water <laughs> that's why people love yacht clubs even, so much you and smoking those pool noodles i smoke a big long pool noodle and read an email <laughs> i was just listening to the episode 92 where you guys are talking about believing in the loch ness monster karen said she believed uh-huh parentheses <laughs> george is like important delineation uh parentheses as do i hi hey but Georgia, you don't. Uh-huh. I should have just kept going. Okay. Well, I wanted to see if you guys had heard about the lake monster in Vermont. No. Um, <laughs> girl, what are you talking about? We live in California. No, we don't know anything outside of California. <laughs> we, <laughs> the, our knowledge obviously stops at the San Bernardino County line. That's fucking right. Okay. So growing up in Connecticut, my mom bought a house in Vermont. Oh, rich bitch. Um, <laughs> that was supposed to be our vacation house. We had it for a year or two, but I think I convinced my mom to sell it because of aliens. What the fuck? Oh, wow. Uh, that's another story. And I know Georgia will believe me on this. I okay. want to know this story. Okay. Well, that's, you're going to have to resubmit. Get okay. in the back of the line. Uh, not you. Sorry. The person writing this email. <laughs> Anyways, my mother's lawyer had a client, Sandra Champlain. Oh, no. Sorry. Sandra Mancy. <laughs> From Lake Champlain? From Lake Champlain, yes. Who took her husband and two kids on a beach trip one day, July 1977, on Lake Champlain. The two kids were swimming on, in the lake when Sandra saw Champ which is the name given to the monster in Lake Champlain, mm -hmm. swimming in the lake. So she what? screamed for her kids to get out, just like that scene in Jaws. And as she did, she I mm. added the Jaws part. Not That's not mm -hmm. on the email. She managed to snap a photo with her Kodak <gasps> Instamatic camera. Give me, give me, give me, give me. I'm handing Georgia the photo right now that Stephen printed up. Okay, so she's saying she knows this chick. Yes. It's her mother's lawyer's client so that's a solid three people away from <laughs> kevin bacon all right okay apparently the family was able to watch the monster for five to seven minutes it, that it was partially out of the water um i mean i'd i'd have used up all my film if i was there for a steady minute she said that it did not turn to look at the people despite the fact that the children were making noise yeah and that anthony shouted on seeing it upon seeing it uh, okay, so my mom had a copy of the slide film and she still has a picture framed in our house today. <laughs> oh okay, my so God. this is from a slide. Yes, so that's the that's the picture that Mrs. Mancy took, Sandra Mancy, which is kind of a great name. Okay. She took that on Lake Champlain uh, as she was watching her children almost get eaten by that brontosaurus. <laughs> um, so it's up on the wall in this person's uh mom's house i saw an episode on discovery channel where they said this is the only photo they can't find a way to disprove mm, i can ready <laughs> what um also growing up i had a friend in elementary school whose mother used to live in the area and remembers taking boat rides with her grandpa on the lake and she too said that she remembers seeing champ quite a bit Oh, mm -mm. Benjamin Radford and Joe Nickel observe that the Mancy photo stands alone as the most credible and important photographic evidence <gasps> of the existence of lake monsters because its authenticity, authenticity is, quote, is held in such high regard by so many writers and researchers. I asked my mom to read this in case she had any details I forgot, but she just wanted me to mention that this picture was so cool, it even got the co on the cover of The Times in 1981. Ooh. XOXO Leah. I love that picture. It's such a good it's idea good. to have that picture in your living room. It is. I, I don't see anything wrong with it. No. But I also don't believe it. 
Remember, I think there was something you and I were texting about one day, or probably also Stephen, and I just sent a picture of uh, Bigfoot riding the Loch Ness Monster. Remember that one? He's waving to the camera. That's my favorite. That sounds about right. (laughs) I like it. All right. Okay. This is called My Badass Murderino Mom Woke Up to a Man in Her Room. Mm -mm. Karen Georgia Stephen and Various Animals. My mom, Elaine, is an OG murderino, has been into true crime forever. She raised me on a healthy diet of Dateline, 2020, and Oprah. Uh, Always making sure I knew how to protect myself, that I wasn't obligated to be nice to anyone, especially strangers, and to always trust my gut. Naturally, the true crime bug bit me, too, and when I found her podcast, I knew the perfect person to tell all about it. Recently, oh, she told her mom. Yeah. (laughs) I get it. Recently, I was reminded, or did she tell Oprah? (gasps) <gasps> oh my god she's got oprah's email for some reason oprah are you listening send us your hometown oprah we'll get to it in six to seven months girl okay let's get vulnerable about this shit can we can we recently i was reminded of a story my mom had told me and immediately called her to give me the details so here goes when my mom was six years old she was living in houston with my grandparents and her three sisters one night she went to sleep in her room with her baby sister in a crib also in the room she woke up in the middle of the night to a full-grown man in her bedroom Mm. she screamed and ran to my grandparents room and woke up my grandfather who was pissed to be woken up (laughs) my mom was prone to night terrors and wasn't a good sleeper so he he took her back to bed and told her to go to sleep before leaving he said what the hell have you been doing in here because my mom's light bulb by her bed was unscrewed and her dresser had been pushed up against her window Mm-mm. he put everything back and my mom went to sleep even though the man was still behind the door looking at her no I asked her how she could have possibly done that and she told me that she just plain and simple believed her dad or her granddad and thought she was imagining it what the next morning my grandfather shot out of bed realizing my mother couldn't have possibly moved the dresser on her own (laughs) full morning later antique furniture is heavy y'all yeah and ran into my mom's room thank god both my mom and her little sister were fine they found the screen to the window in the neighbor's yard no they filed a police report but this was the late this was the 60s and no one was ever caught for the (laughs) break-in or for anything right or anything ever (laughs) thank you for making me and my mom not feel alone in loving true crime ssdgm annie i cannot believe that good night dad good night grandpa he's standing right there he's standing there staring at her and she's like well god and he's like how come why did you paint the ceiling again or whatever something she couldn't possibly have done whose driver's license is this on the floor (laughs) why are you making counterfeit driver's (laughs) license again i told you that interest is not relevant to you as a six-year-old that is horrifying i know why you're leaving your cigarette pack on the ground again i told you no smoking in the bedroom where the baby is (laughs) that is the Uh, end so lucky i know that what what happened he's a burglar that went in the wrong room I, who knows he's like a drunk burglar that's like fuck i went into the nursery and then he's just like hiding like maybe i'm not here and then or they're thought all like it was his house he lives across the street and it was like the same looking house he's like shit shit I, you know what while we're talking about this just can we give a quick shout out to robert downey jr who did the greatest i am so on drugs that my life is out of control thing of crawling in to a child's bedroom and going to sleep on a child's bed and that's how he got caught and that's how he got arrested and that's how he got clean and sober low those many years ago it was like 15 years ago rob low those many years rob low how did he get sober those many years i just think that that is 
so wonderful yeah except that if had it been anyone but uh robert downey jr he would have been shot on fucking sight and not given the opportunity to go to rehab he would have gone straight to- oh wait sorry i'm fucking <laughs> let me put a fucking <laughs> kibosh on your happiness real quick no 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 i mean like look he, that's why actors wear so many scarves so they get recognized no matter where they go <laughs> like if you see an actor that's like it, it just bothers us the paparazzi bull fucking shit take your scarf off yeah. stop wearing white pants Gla- and no one glasses. will fucking pay attention to you right stop dating fucking actresses that you walk down with their scarves on yeah you and your scarf and your tank top and your big snow boots like stop it and yeah. you will blend in fine yeah go live on a houseboat if that's the fucking problem that get out to our party boat <laughs> that's right near your house no paparazzi on the party boat in venice please no paparazzi on the party boat and then here's us sending emails to paparazzi here's where the address the Come party the boat party address boat. is okay you ready for this one do party boats have addresses <laughs> go ahead <laughs> 500 ocean way i'm not a priest but i still sprinkled holy water a ghost story Ew. i've been a f- we get right into it oh no it says hi mfm fam great i've been a fan of yours since almost the beginning and i've tried and i've listened to every episode thank you thank you a lot. that's a lot to that's deal with a lot to take you in. poor thing Whew. The only reason I didn't go see you in Vegas is because I was busy trying to get a picture with Captain America in Arizona. What the fuck? I don't know what that means. <laughs> all right. Um, does That's no excuse. It, that's exactly right. We don't care if all the superheroes come to life mm-hmm. and are ready for photo ops. You show up at our, par- <laughs> at, at our party. <laughs> I put myself through college by working as an RA and other miscellaneous ways, mostly in the all-girls dorm that was built in the late 1800s. Ooh. Here we go. One of the first things I was told about that dorm that was it was haunted by Abigail, a baby girl who was buried in the foundation by a woman who had her out of wedlock. But fucking strike it's- seven. <laughs> buried in the foundation of the building. Oh, coochie twins. Please don't. Um, okay, P.S. That's why a rando guy slept on my floor one of my first nights. Uh, there there as a freshman because he insisted I was afraid of the ghost. I did not fuck politeness because I was a dumb fuck 18 year old. I loved that dorm, but some people thought it was creepy. The dorm even had a Victorian lounge with an old ass piano, a creepy ass mirror and furniture that could have belonged to Jane Austen. So one night I was working the front desk, making sure dudes weren't sneaking in Mm -hmm. classic RA shit. Some of the girls from the second floor came downstairs and told me they refused to sleep in their rooms. They told me there was a ghost that had been messing with them for weeks. One of them claimed that the ghost texted her boyfriend from her phone, telling her boyfriend to stay away. Another, this is like, you can, you're 18, you want to believe it's a ghost. It's that fucking weirdo roommate you have that you have to live with for eight more months. Yeah. That smells like, like flowers and pee. You're like, what (laughs) is happening? Okay. Uh, another said that she had seen it at the foot of her bed and she knew the other girls saw it too. Yeah, your, your roommate. But <laughs> she was just crouching and she had a lot of powder on. <laughs> I try not to believe in ghosts because I don't like them. So obviously, <laughs> yeah, I thought they were messing with me. Eventually, I start to kind of believe that they thought they saw something. Cue the holy water. They even told me they went to the church across the street to get holy water, but they couldn't get any. I rolled my eyes and told them that, of course, they couldn't get it 
at any uh, they couldn't get any at that time it was the lenten season mm. uh, at this point it's almost midnight and i was about to hand over the watchdog duties they kept telling me they couldn't sleep there so i gave in i told them that i had a stash of holy water <laughs> in my room shout out to my cousins who think i'm a heathen and thought it would be a good idea to give it to me wait so she, she really, really did she really did the fuck love it they asked me to go to their floor and sprinkle holy water. I was reluctant because I had to do my building rounds and I was tired as fuck. And you don't want to waste your fucking holy water That's, on sorority. Yeah, save it chicks. for an, an emergency yeah. for when the devil visits you. Fuck <laughs> like, uh, like Abigail. They want fucking the devil. <laughs> Uh, but they convinced me. So sometime around 1.30 a.m., I hike up my sweatpants, grab my holy water, meet the girls on their floor. Other people walking by see me sprinkling holy water and they start opening their doors and ask me to sprinkle it on Shut their beds up. and closets. It worked because later they told me they hadn't any hadn't had any more sightings. I hope I get to see you live at some point. You should come to Reno, but I know you won't. <laughs> SSDG and Paola. Wow. How do you pronounce that name? Paola. 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 P-A-O-L-A. Paola. That was amazing. Paola. Wow. I, uh, Thank you. I love that she actually had holy water. It's the best. Well, she's an RA. She's got to cover yeah. all the bases. Sure. Yep. She's got a holy water. She's got... Um, Gar- garlic for vampires. Garlic for vampires. She's, Ups- she's got an upside down cross. She's got an upside down cross <laughs> Which for can be used heavy metal concert. As a regular cross. That's You can turn it right back up <laughs> and just choose your own adventure. She's got a Jewish man made of clay. What are those called? <laughs> uh, Legos? Noah! <laughs> a Jewish man made of clay? A golem. golem. Thank you, Steve. Oh. You know, you make a golem and it goes and does your bidding? Why is he Jewish? It's from Jewish folklore tradition. You've okay. never heard of a golem? golem? We don't, we don't, we golem don't celebrate that kind of Judaism. There was an X-Files episode about it. Oh. Yes. You both are making shit up. No, no, no. I don't believe you. There's also, it, there's a, in a book or a movie. It in, there's, there's, Go- Gollum is from Lord of the Rings, yeah, though, right? Yeah, and Gollum oh. is the man made of clay that goes and murders things. Did for you, you find that in the in your grandfather's attic when he died, and you found out that <gasps> you're Jewish? You found out that your grandfather had a clay man that did his fucking evil bidding. I bet you anything, someone found out that they're. F- oh, I, we need to know, Georgia. Have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant, like? perfectly scrambled eggs. Oh my God, yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient, Made In Cookware. Made In was created to bring restaurant quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in Made In. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of Made In products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill if you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom. It's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made-in, made-in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit 
visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. There's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com murder. And here's the important note, that promo code is all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com slash murder. Again, don't forget the code is all lowercase. Goodbye. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman, on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens, and don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out, you never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye. Okay, last one. Here we go. Here we go. Boop, 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 boop. This is called A Serial Killer Eyewitness Was My Elementary Art Teacher. What? Okay. Hello, Karen, Georgia, Steven, and Animal Friends. That's right. I don't mind that. Uh, I love your podcast, and I have to thank my twin sister, Lisa, for getting me hooked. Lisa. We're from a small town in northwest Indiana with a population of just over 2,000. It was a pretty quiet place to grow up. My grandma was the one who got us interested in true crime from a young age. I can remember my grandma listening to her police scanner. Yes. And watching court TV like it was her job. Love you, grandma. Uh, grandma also liked to take us to cemeteries for fun. Fuck. I, I yes. love her. We attended the local elementary school where one of my favorite classes was art with our teacher, Nita uh, Paradis. She was an excellent teacher who made her students feel special and talented. Miss mm. Paradis was our art teacher from kindergarten through fifth grade. When we... Came back for sixth grade in 1990, Miss Paradis had left her position and moved away, leaving a very inadequate replacement. We had an older sister, Laura, who was freshman at the time, so of course we got all of our completely age-inappropriate information from her. Yes, older sister Laura. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> next school year, we found out that Laura, from Laura, that Miss Paradis was actually Nita Neary. <gasps> what? 
an eyewitness in the Ted Bundy trial. Oh, fuck. That's her. She escaped. That's right. In we, Colorado? In, no, it's the Chi Omega. Oh, in Florida? Yeah. Oh, well, fuck. I bet she'll tell us. Let's okay. Look. Uh, I we, like that you called it Chi Omega. What is it? <laughs> Kai. Kai! But it's Chai tea. I didn't go to college. <laughs> I, I didn't look. know. Can I tell you the truth right now? I didn't know what a fucking RA was until you told me, until you started rooting <laughs> that thing. I was like, oh, she worked as an RA in the, in the hospital? Cool. <laughs> oh, uh, like a highway patrolman? Got yeah. it. Got it. I didn't. Resident assistant? Listen, Santa... Yeah, no, I know I get it now. Look and listen okay. about Santa Monica City College. That's right. What's up? <laughs> um, boop, boop, boop. Okay, so this is really exciting because I'm reading uh, A Stranger Beside Me or The Stranger Beside Me by yeah. Anne Rule right now. And so this is a fucking... Okay, anyways. Yes. <laughs> Nita was an art major and a member of the Kai. Kai Omega. <laughs> Stupid. Sorority at Florida State University. She returned to the sorority house after a date, entering the house through the back door. <sighs> Nita heard, heard footsteps coming down the stairs. She remained silent and hidden in the shadows and became an eyewitness to Ted Bundy leaving the house. Right. She helped a police sketch artist come up with a, a rendering of Bundy and later identified him in a photo lineup and in court. Of course, we later heard rumors that she was in our small town as part of the witness protection program. Oh, we still aren't sure if that was if there's any truth to that. But either way, our small town was probably a nice place to lie low for a while. Anyway, just wanted to share our little town's connection to a notorious serial killer. Thank you for creating a place for true crime lovers to gather without judgment. Please keep doing what you're doing. Stay sexy and don't get murdered. Carla. Carla. How cool. What a bummer to find out after she's gone. But it totally was witness protection, don't you think? Like head out and because... But she, if she's already a teacher, then that means she got her degree. Oh, so she th- this was, he was, past like, was behind her. Basically. He was kind of like a, within the year, I think, of that. So this was the past was behind her. He was already in, in jail. In jail. So Ugh. maybe she was just like, get me the fuck out of my existence right now. But also, like, she really was the final blow to stopping this monster who killed so many women. Yeah. Including two of her fucking sorority sisters at Chi Omega upstairs that night where he walked in and walked out like within like 15 minutes. Yes. It was frenzied. Don't read the stranger beside me. I am having nightmares. I had a fucking, I had a job interview with Ted Bundy the other night. Oh no. I had a job interview to be his assistant. No. At his fucking mansion in Beverly Hills. I put my feet in his jacuzzi because I was early. Montessori jacuzzi. <laughs> <laughs> the specialty Which is kind. So something I would truly do. <laughs> and then at a job interview with Ted Bundy. It's so symbolic of how show business Kills people. What? Jacuzzi? Eats you up. Oh. Ooh, Karen. Yes. Deep. I'll go deep. Or I'm just reading a stran- The Stranger Beside Me. The most disturbing book about a person who... Is the most disturbing person. The, but but Anne Rule had rules. She, she rules. But she also had every tool in the book to to look at him and go something's not right and she didn't sense it i know even when it's so scary elvis he hit his head what his eyes weren't crossed anymore (laughs) (laughs) and he spoke french (laughs) what if he spoke cat but in french oh 
One of the last Carlas, I'm sure. There are very few Carlas on the planet anymore. That's true. They're going extinct. Great name. Please send us all your fucking... Just send us your weird shit. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, send us your weird stories that no one... You don't think anyone wants to hear. Yeah, we want to hear it. We do, and the people who are listening do. But that's it. Yes. So it's And Steven. And Steven. Send them to my favorite murder at Gmail. Tell, <laughs> tell Steven. Tell Steven what he needs to know in the subject line. Mm-hmm. Get don't, your shit read. Don't use the word for babies. I mean, or do it for attention, but just right. know that that's really old and no one even enjoys the irony of that anymore. Do it aggressively if you're going to do it at all. Yeah. Start a start a hashtag against us. Why are you mad at us? Using <laughs> all we've been doing. It's just that thing of trying to is do you want negative attention? Do you want positive right. attention? What if the positive attention doesn't work? Then you might as well go negative. Sure. Uh, stay sexy. And don't get murdered. Goodbye. Goodbye. Elvis, you want a cookie? Oh, yeah. Right as rain.